Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Larry Mullins, and here are today's top local stories. Well, there is some relief today for parents, students, schools, and no doubt the malls. What are these kids doing up here? The school bus drivers aren't going to strike. Nope. The head of New York school says they'll keep negotiating with the union to strike a new deal. We're in Harlem today. Are you all happy to be back in school? Visiting children at PS125 in Harlem to observe a pilot reading program, Chancellor David Banks announced that there will be no school bus strike next week. We would have a strike. It probably would not be for several weeks from now. They are committed to negotiating. So parents should not be concerned about a strike in the near future. About 80,000 New York City public school families rely on busing, and the city does have contingency plans. So, uh, you know, fingers crossed. Hopefully the best is yet to come. We did hear from the bus driver's union. A spokeswoman said there remains a potential strike. There is no commitment not to strike. Marla Diamond, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM in Harlem. A strike would have impacted some 80,000 kids. 1010 wins has reached out to the union for a comment. Well, one of the leaders of the city's business community now defending Mayor Adams over his view that the migrant crisis will, quote, destroy the city. Catherine Wild says Mayor Adams needs to keep his foot on the gas to call attention to the ripple effect the migrant influx is having on New York City. I think the mayor has full confidence in the future of our city. His focus is on the fiscal impact on the city and what it means in terms of the possible loss of funding for other services. She heads the Partnership for New York, representing big business. The business community is working to make sure that we're ready to employ people and train people as soon as the federal government says that's legal. The partnership sent a letter to the White House urging an expedited response to register migrants and allow them to work. Juliet Papa, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM. Critics of the mayor's comments say the idea that the migrant crisis could destroy the city is xenophobic and dangerous. They finally caught Al, make that Al E. Gator, the man-eating beast that's kept a New Jersey park on edge for over a week, was captured last night. Gator spotted on a road near 2nd Avenue in Piscataway. An officer threw a leash around the gator's neck. He's a four-footer and drove into police headquarters for, I guess, arraignment and fingerprinting. They actually kept the thing in a cell block until the wildlife people could show up and take it away. (laughs) You can imagine the guy sitting in the cell next to it going, oh, so we're doing that now, huh? Okay, I confess. I stole the hubcaps, for heaven's sake. Take that thing away. 
No humans were hurt, but a poor duck became lunch during one of the sightings at a pond, Ambrose Brook. They still don't know how the gator ended up in New Jersey since it's not native, but it's a resident now. It'll most likely be adopted by an area zoo or a sanctuary. Sources telling ABC News that Bally's buying Trump out of his lease for the Trump golf links at Ferry Point and will soon be renaming it. The course has been at the center of a legal battle with the city since right after the January 6th riot at the Capitol when then-Mayor Bill de Blasio tried to terminate Trump's lease. Parks Department says it's supportive of a transfer to Bally's, and City Comptroller Brad Lander says he's, quote, delighted that Trump's name will no longer deface city par- property, as he put it. Well, across the Atlantic, they say that American researcher who fell more than 3,000 feet below the entrance of a cave in Turkey has recovered enough for rescue teams now to start the process of getting him out. Apparently, he's from uh, Westchester, and there's a local guy who's keeping close tabs on him. Fellow New Jersey cave rescuer Carl Heitmeyer is encouraged by video showing Mark Dickey alert and stable as he deals with internal bleeding two-thirds of a mile into the Morka Cave in Turkey. Heitmeyer, with New Jersey's initial response team, says the challenge for rescuers is carrying a litter through treacherous passes. It's incredibly difficult to to move somebody who's non-ambulatory through that environment because there's no flat ground in a cave to speak of. Rocks and mud everywhere, and then there's restrictions, tight spots, there's water spots, and the water is coming down, maybe like a drizzle, which just chills you to the bone, 40-degree weather. The extraction most likely will be performed in stages and could take several days. Sean Adams, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM in Croton on Hudson. Yeah, they say Dickie will have to stop and rest frequently at various points along the way up. They say it could take a healthy person at least 16 hours to come out, so this could take at least three days. We will keep you posted on that. We're getting close to that time, a time that we will never forget. September 11th, and today Mayor Adams and the city's chief medical examiner announced two new identifications of World Trade Center victims. No names released, but they represent victims number 1,640. 48 and 49 that is identified since 2001 using that advanced testing by the city's DNA lab. It's a man and a woman outside those who uh, they ID'd using special DNA testing. 2,753 people, as you know, lost their lives when terrorists struck the World Trade Center September 11, 2001. The mayor says as we prepare to mark the anniversary of September 11th, our thoughts turn to those we lost on that terrible morning and their families. Thanks for listening to the All Local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 wins visit 1010wins.com or download the odyssey app to take us wherever you go all-star closer kenley jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time baseball isn't boring baby i'm rob bradford and every single day i'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game it's my podcast it's my passion it's a cause i started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is another fact so jump aboard the bib express follow and listen to baseball isn't boring presented by wasabi hot cloud storage on the free odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts